Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm Joe Lopez, and with me is my co-dad, Jared Shizmanski. Jared, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good. It's good. How are you doing this week? Not too bad. Um, life's been a little crazy. Uh, Cora is just like walking nonstop now. After I missed your amazing setup in the last episode to talk about her walking. I'm so glad Kevin called you out on that. I wasn't the only one that knew it was a perfect setup. <laughs> I laughed when I read that when he posted it in Snapchat. It was a, a good chuckle from my point. Good. Um, but yeah, she's like all over the place. She's walking and she has a tooth. Oh my gosh. All in one week. How's so. how's the teething process going? I think we've talked a little bit about it before, but now that she actually has a tooth. Um, it's rough, so it's not fully in, but it's broken through the skin enough where like it, you can feel a tooth. Like the tooth is there, it just now needs to push up a little bit more. Mm. Um But she's angry still. She's chewing everything. Um I was gonna say I can't imagine as a as a child that doesn't sleep, I can't imagine getting a tooth is good for that. Oh, it's rough. It is rough. And as they start to like teeth more, their poop gets weird. Oh. Um yeah. She's just drooly. She's like slurping her spit. So oh, she God. like walks around and just goes like <laughs> kind of like Hannibal Lecter, you know? <laughs> it's like having another dog around the house, right? Oh, it's so bad. Uh and then she's just licking her tooth. So she's just making gross mouth noises all <laughs> over the place. That'll be the title of the the episode: gross, gross mouth noises. Gross mouth noises. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty funny, but it's cool to see her walk. She also like still needs to completely learn balance, so she's just wobbling all over the place. So, how many steps does she take before she like falls over? Oh, it's like ten, eleven. 12 you know she just kind of like goes and she'll maybe be lazy and just sit down or she'll fall over but (laughs) that's awesome she's doing pretty good yeah it's uh it's a little crazy it is just it's just wild to see her to see her do this which last week she was just taking like three four steps now she's just kind of standing up and going that's crazy it is crazy how fast it changes yeah, it is absolutely ridiculous. How's how's your boy doing? Well, I'm pretty sure you cursed me with a non-sleeping child. So, mm. I uh as as so he was he's 5 weeks now, and as time mm-hmm. has gone on, he has just progressively gotten worse and worse at sleeping. Uh, mm. so today, and this is the second time in a week he had he did not take a nap at all today. Really? Yeah, he slept for about half an hour at like 11, and he slept for another half an hour at about 2.30, and then he just fell asleep at like 7 for for the night. Oh, God. So it, uh, it has been rough. And then last night, um, Katie was having some trouble pumping, so we were up in the mm-hmm. middle of the night trying to get her uh, situated on that while also having a child that uh, was awake from like, one to two thirty last night. I don't know why. Uh so, rough. Yeah, I'm I'm dragging today. I had three cups of coffee and an energy drink, and I still uh, you can probably hear it in the microphone. I'm still falling asleep at eight thirty. 
Oh, buddy, that's tough, man. I know it. I uh, so I'm actually going into the office tomorrow for the first time. Wow. Um, yeah, for the first time, I was I went and got a haircut today because I have to go in the office. Uh, and I was talking to my barber about it. I haven't been in the office since March 12th. It is holy oh, cow. It is October 6th. I haven't been in the office in seven months. Wow, that is absolutely wild. That is like, I can't even fathom that. I was out of the office three months and I thought I was losing that. I can't imagine seven months. What are your, what are your thoughts? Do you have any like, uh, any so, concerns or anything? So because I haven't done it before, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, and which I, I, you know, I know I have no reason to be. They're much safer at work than, I mean, like I stood in a Chipotle today for an hour with, you know, 10 to 15 other people. So it's not, I'll be much safer at work than I am, you know, out and about. Uh, right. But I'm still a little bit nervous because it's, I'm going to be in a different place. I more, let me rephrase this. I'm more nervous to leave Katie home with the baby than I am to, Mm -hmm. uh, like be at work. Does that make sense? Like, Oh yeah, I'll be safe. I'm not worried about uh, about the virus or anything like that because the office is all safe. Everybody has to get, uh, you know, checked, and everybody has to go take, you know, do all the protocols. And we have a really, really safe stuff going on. And there's only two other people in my room, so it'll be me and like two other people on the other sides of the room. So I'm not like okay. we'll, be, we'll be super safe there. But uh, I am nervous to to leave Katie home uh, with the baby. Uh, luckily her sister mm-hmm. and her mom are going to come over and help over the night. So it's only two days a week. I only have to go in Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, so her, oh, okay. her mom and her sister are going to come over and help tomorrow and Thursday um, for nice. a few hours at a time. And then Katie's actually going back to work on Monday, uh, but she'll be at oh, home. Wow. She'll be at home. It, it's, it won't be uh, going back into school or anything like that, but she mm-hmm. has to start recording lessons and, and having uh, class meetings and stuff like that starting monday so we're uh we're getting we're picking up here in the in the schmansky household holy cow that is uh exciting maybe um is she ready to go back no no i don't think either of us are it's just been and i don't know if we would ever be ready to go back right like so i think i talked a little bit about this last week but even more so of i never realized how much time flies when you have children uh Mm -hmm. it is it's crazy to me that I'll wake up at 7.30 and I'll blink because, again, he doesn't sleep. So I'll spend most of the morning feeding, changing, and rocking him to try and get him to sleep. And by the time he falls asleep at noon, I'll feel like it's only been like 20 minutes. Right? And it's been four (laughs) hours. Uh, Right. So I I just have no no sense of time. So I don't know if we'd ever be ready to, to just take on more things because we could... Both of us together could be stay-at-home parents and mm-hmm. and not really get bored. So, I uh, it would be I, I, we're just gonna have to jump back into it and see what happens. Right. Wow. Well, good luck to both of you. That'll be uh, a fun adventure, I'm sure. Getting back to the swing of things. Fun in quotations. Um. Right. Exactly. Hey, uh, Cora threw up on me last night, Ooh. which is fun. Um. It was like midnight, and I just heard her like wailing uh, in her crib, like just really crying. And Kayla woke up, and I woke up, and I was like, "I, you know, I got her." And I went into her room, and she was standing on on her mattress, you know, at the edge of her crib, just like mm-hmm. crying. And uh, 
I was like, oh, okay. You know, like usually I'll pick her up and lay her back down and give her her binky or some milk and she'll fall back asleep. Right. But I, uh, I picked her up and I had her and she just kind of like laid her head on my shoulder. And then she, I just heard her like make a weird belly mouth noise and like, blah. Oh gosh. And I was like, oh no. And then I just felt warm dripping on my back. And then I just heard it like slap the ground. And so I was it, like, it was like a, is... it was almost like a grown up puke, huh? I think it was more milk, but it it felt like a lot. I one thing, another you know, another thing nobody tells you when you're gonna be a parent. I don't even notice when I get thrown up on anymore. <laughs> I just don't I just don't do it. I like I was yeah. holding, I was holding Ben today and he he must have been having stomach issues today, which is the reason he stayed up all day. Um, but I was I was laying him down on my chest, and then I handed him off to Katie, and I just had a big wet spot on my shirt, and I was like, I don't know if this is drool or spit up or whatever <laughs> it is, but I just have a big wet spot on my shirt, and now I'm still wearing that shirt. Yep. Like I'm not I wasn't gonna change just yeah. because I had a big wet spot on it. Like you you move on. All right? Who do you have to impress? Exactly. I should have changed it when yeah. I went and got a haircut, but I didn't. So now I'm realizing how <laughs> gross that was. <laughs> oh, that's your poor hair cutter. Oh, yeah. Hairdresser? Barber. Barber? Barber. Oh, man. I a barber shop. Oh, uh, that's rough. So I, I woke Kayla up and I was like, Kayla, Cora just threw up on me. She's like, huh, okay. Uh, so she got up and cleaned up the puke. And then at this point in time, right after Cora puked, she just like fell asleep while I was holding her. So she was asleep with her head on my shoulder. I had puke on my back. She's pukey. And you don't want to wake so, her up, right? Like that's... Ex- exactly. So that is Kayla a- like wipes my back off and kind of wipes her mouth off. And I was just like, well, she's not feeling good. I'm just going to put her in the bed. So I put her in the bed and she just smelled like puke. I smelled like puke, but it was like, whatever. Who cares? Just move on. I uh, I can't believe that that Kayla woke up and cleaned up the puke, but I do get I it. Know. I uh, because now that now that I know what it's like to have a child that's asleep and then get woken up by like a car driving by and not go back to sleep, I uh, mm-hmm. I will do anything once he falls asleep, even today. So his, my big issue with him is he'll fall asleep on me. And then the transition point to laying him down just ruins it. I don't know why. I don't know mm. why it it is such a hard thing. But he'll today, I was laying down on the couch. He was laying on my chest well, face down. But you can't leave them face down on anything, right? They have to sleep on their back if they're not with you. So mm-hmm. I um, stood up from the couch. He was still asleep. Walked back to the bedroom where Katie was laying down. And I laid him down on the bed next to Katie uh like on the bed and as soon as i put him down on the bed both eyes wide open yeah i was like dude and that happened like three times i was like come on why just stay asleep you i know you're tired i know you want a nap <laughs> just stay asleep wasn't yeah. to be oh that sucks so i, I yeah cora did that she still does that too if she's like not fully asleep she'll just wake up and be ready to go it's so it's a, funny. It's I didn't, a big bummer. I didn't even know that not fully asleep was a stage that kids went through. 
Like Ben will have his, <laughs> he'll have his eyes closed, but his breathing will still be fast, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. he's not ready. He's not ready to to be late to be put to bed yet." Because if yeah, I, and it's- he's in that tra- transition stage, right? Like if I put him down right now, he's gonna wake up and be awake mm-hmm. for another twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird when you actually like when you can just feel it when you when you just know like when you know you know. Yeah. Yep. It's a. Um, uh, what well, is it like an art form, right? Where you feel you feel when it turns from okay, now he's really asleep. Now I can put him back down. Oh, definitely, definitely. I still can't believe you went to the barber with uh, puke on you. Hey, it might have been That's true. We at. can't prove that. <laughs> That's funny. Who do I have to impress there? Actually, I walked in looking disheveled. I am so glad that I got a haircut today because my hair. So. I don't know why, but, or I know why back when quarantine started and we couldn't go get haircuts, mm-hmm. my, I grew both my hair and my beard out and I looked like Forrest Gump when he was walking across America. Like I, yeah, it was bad. Um, and then I finally went and got a haircut, but my hair was so long. My, I gave him my normal instructions, which is the three on the sides and back and then trim it on top. Well, they left it mm-hmm. super long on top. Because when they say when you hear trim, they only take like an inch off, maybe or like half an inch, right? Um, right. Which normally would be fine because I keep it about the same length all the time. But they left it super long, and then for the last like four haircuts, I've been fighting back. Like, no, got to go a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter. And so I walked right. in this time, and my hair was just standing straight up, and I looked like Kramer. Uh, <laughs> it was so bad. I walked in with a puked on baby shirt and my hair straight up. I I was a dead ringer for for Kramer walking in just uh Jerry's apartment. <laughs> That's good. That is a uh, a good simile. But I look clean That's... now cuz now I have to tomorrow I have to go put on like real pants and a polo for the first time in 6 months, 7 months. Oh boy. Yeah. And then you do have to impress people. Yeah, I do. So today's episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about mental health. So we were written in by our friend Josie, uh, who wrote in and asked to for us to just kind of talk about the topic of mental health. How do Joe and I take care of our mental health as, as young dads? What are some tips and tricks we use to find self-care? Uh, and, and really, you know, how do we feel our mental health has changed from being non-parents to now being parents so i'm gonna i'm gonna just jump right into this and joe uh how do you how would you say your mental health has changed now that you've become a parent um it's definitely um a little bit more of not so much me time i mean i do appreciate my me time sure um but it it's made me realize that a lot of my mental health at this point in time has to deal with you know Cora either being around me or doing stuff for Cora um I'll say that before Cora before we even had Cora my entire life I've kind of always lived in a state of stress I uh usually I usually have like a running list of just things to do in my brain at all times and I just constantly think about it you know like you know gotta stay in my deck or even it's like you know for example it's like all right tonight gotta take a shower gotta do the dishes gotta make cores lunch before we go to bed and then get up are you pretty good with uh with mental lists 
Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it just like have like I just have a constant list in my head. Now it, it's not great. I try to write it down and get it out of my head so I don't mm-hmm. think about it. But um, it just adds a layer of stress to my to my everyday life. Yeah, if I don't write it down, I'll forget it. If my mom listens yeah. to this episode, she'll laugh at this part because I am one of the most forgetful people of all time. So if I don't write something down, it's just gone. I'll, I'll just mm. it'll be gone. Yeah. So I I just I just have always had this this list that runs in my head of just things to do and things that need to get done and like I'm even looking like not looking but thinking about things for the future like all right in the winter I need to work on my basement and make sure my deck is stained before that get my uh my tile in my kitchen done my backsplash get some backsplash in the uh, bathroom so just like this constant state of mild stress is always with me sure um but I would say, you know, I, I thankfully I don't deal with many uh, mental health issues. You know, I don't I don't really have much anxiety or depression. Um, so I'm, you know, pretty fortunate as far as that goes. Um, self confidence, I have a little bit of self confidence issues and like you know body issues. But when it comes to actually working on my mental health. For me, you know, a lot of it now is is spending time with Cora, like just getting on the floor and playing with her, yeah, or having her around. You know, just really gives me that that boost. Um, but since I've been going into work, I have an hour drive and an hour back, so that's two hours of day where I can just kind of sit and decompress, put on a podcast, listen to some music, you know, and just kind of chill because I I have nothing there to distract me otherwise. So those are moments that really uh really just helped me mellow out and and take in what's what's around me and you know really decompressing at the end of the day is a, is a big deal so just putting on a podcast and just letting it play not you know really focusing on it too much but just having something in the background and just driving for an hour you know really really helps every day for me yeah i uh i really i it's one of the things I've missed um, being home is having a little commute. Uh, now, an mm-hmm. hour drive is a little bit too long for me. Um, <laughs> but I, so it'll be about 20 minutes for me to get to work. I, I got to go straight up Woodward. So it'll be about 20 minutes and it'll give me enough time. Like I'll listen to NPR in the morning and just kind of listen to the radio and, and get and get mm-hmm. right. You know, like, hey, I left my house. This is a good transition time to get ready for the day because I feel like my life has just been uh, not very structured uh, since mm-hmm. I've been working from home. Uh, so that's it, not necessarily being a parent, but that's put a that's put a weight on on me of, hey, you've been at home for for seven months and every day is kind of the same. It's wake up, right? You know, make a pot of coffee, go to go down to the basement, get some work done, go back upstairs for some lunch, go back to the basement, get some work done, and go back up uh, for dinner, hang out with Katie, then uh, you know, watch a movie or hang out with Katie or go back down and play video games, whatever it is. Uh, and every day is kind of the same. There hasn't really been anything different. Uh, and it's funny because I thought like, oh, having a baby is going to change that, right? Uh, but it's the same, just different. Uh, every mm-hmm. day is still still the same. Um, it's hey, every two hours we have to feed them and then change them and then try and get them to sleep and then uh, wash, rinse, repeat. And every two hours is going to be the same. 
uh, all the way 24 hours a day, even in the middle of the night, right? Like, I'm lucky if I get three hours of, of straightforward sleep. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's been really... Uh, is <sighs> Draining's probably not the right word. Uh, let me back up. So I... Uh, on the other hand, I have struggled with mental health uh, since I was in high school. Um, I, I've struggled with depression uh, for a long time. Um, and it's it's harder now as a parent. And I would almost blame it on the lack of sleep. Uh, because it's mm. harder to just chemically in my brain to keep balanced when I, when I haven't slept. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell to a point of... Even so before Ben, I could tell, Hey, if I only got five hours of sleep the night before I was going to be irritated. Um, I was going to be more, uh, distant. And then I was also going to think a lot more about like, what am I even doing? You know, does this even matter? All, all those kind of thoughts were going to, were going to hit me. Um, mm-hmm. and luckily, I, luckily is probably not the right word, but I I've become self-aware in the fact that I can see those thoughts coming in and reroute them and say oh nope this is just because of x reason right this isn't this isn't actually how i feel this is just x reason um but now it's tough because you add in the super responsibility of taking care of your own child uh Mm -hmm. on top of hey now you're not getting any sleep and i mentioned this before we started recording but nobody accurately describes what it's like to not sleep for six weeks you know right i i have gotten I think my record is four hours of straightforward sleep since Ben's arrived. Um, Yeah. Because that's, it is what it is, right? He wakes up and cries to, to eat every two to three hours. It's just, it is what Mm -hmm. it is. So you're up for 45 minutes to heat up a bottle, change a diaper, feed him, rock him until he falls back asleep. And then you get to fall back asleep and then wash, rinse, repeat, you know, in two hours from then. So it's been, nobody accurately describes how tough it is to to stay sane is the is the best way to put it uh when you when you're only getting you know two to three hours of sleep at a time so that's that's been super stressful um but luckily i have katie um and uh katie and i are able to talk about um if i'm extra tired or you know, if I've reached the end of my rope, I can just wake Katie up or Katie's already awake doing something else. And I can be like, Hey, I, I need to tap out for, for an hour and, mm-hmm. and go do something or just do nothing. Maybe sit on my phone for 15 minutes to recenter and then I can come back at it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's kind of how I, how I handle that situationally. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot tougher to, to stay, to stay centered when, uh, when you're only getting two to three hours of sleep at a time. Oh, for sure. I, uh, you know, I, thinking back to when Cora was, was that age, I, um, she needed to bounce on a exercise ball to get her to sleep. Um, and, and that was a pain because then you'd have to just like, you know, I don't even want to rock a chair when I'm asleep. Oh, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to sit on a ball and have to bounce with the kid while I feed her and then get her to sleep. So like. There were so many nights when I would just get frustrated or Kayla would get frustrated and upset. And it's like, hey, can you please just come, you know, tap in because I need to just stop for a second. Um, I've I've taken like Cora's binks, her binkies and like 
like gotten frustrated and just like put them in my mouth and like clenched my jaw really hard before because I've just been like so frustrated trying to get her to go to sleep because she just fights it so hard. Oh man, um, I get that feel. I get that so bad. I um the other day I we were talking about this uh, today actually where I I just I wasn't paying attention and I just. I loudly was like, Ben, why won't you sleep? And Kate's like, don't, don't yell at the baby. I was like, I didn't yell at him. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it was just, I, uh, I was frustrated and I, I had, it's, this is hour three of me rocking the, rocking this kid to try and get him to go to sleep and he just won't sleep. And he's, you know, wiggling and kicking me and yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just why won't you sleep? And that's, you know, one of those moments where like, oh, okay. I let myself get too far. And I need to take yep. a five minute break and, um, you know, just tag out or even, you know, just set him down laying on his back for a, for a minute or two and just take a breather and then try again, you know, and, and that's, mm-hmm. uh, finding, finding those, uh, finding, trying to find peace in those moments is tough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, with, with all this going on in 2022, that's kind of, raise the anxiety level of um of of being a a new parent you know it was um it was hard for us to make the decision to go out or to go grocery shopping or um when was the right time to go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. you know with cora that kind of added on to the stress and anxiety of being a new parent um yeah, I don't no. know. I mean, I'm sure you guys are feeling probably something similar to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we have gone to one restaurant. We went to Imperial, um, our everybody's favorite mm-hmm. taco place, uh, when my parents were in town. And getting him there, we said we were going to go at noon, and we didn't even get there till one thirty because it took until one one o'clock to get him like asleep enough to go into the car seat so that he'll sleep through being at the restaurant, right? we were only there for mm-hmm. 45 minutes because then we had to go home and Katie had a pump and I had to, you know, and then um, right. woke up shortly after. So it was, uh, it's definitely, it's very stressful trying to figure out like even going the simplest places. Um, the same thing, like going to the grocery store. Uh, we have ordered our groceries all but one time because, you know, we can't, mm. there's no good time to go to the grocery store. There's no good time to, to take a moment and and do these things uh and to kind of segue into into feeling um a little bit helpless when you have a kid is he so he sleeps uh for us right this is this is my specific example but he sleeps once a day for about two and a half hours um and it normally it's like noon to three we'll say is the is the rough Mm -hmm. approximate time we have three hours to get things done and that's if i'm not busy at work right so if i'm do if i'm busy at work i i automatically lose those three hours because i i'm doing work stuff but like that we have to clean wash and sanitize all the bottles we have to pick up the the living room and the bedroom because lord knows we didn't do any of that when we woke up you know at seven o'clock and he's screaming for food and for a diaper change so we have to pick up all of our mess there we have to uh put all the kind of just get our life together and we only have three hours to do it and then we have to Mm -hmm. then it all falls apart again in the next three hours uh uh, while we're trying to 
take care of him and keep him alive. And then when he goes to bed at seven, we have to do, you know, do the whole thing again of wash, rinse, sanitize all the bottles, pick up the living room, you know, pick up the bedroom, make sure that he has diapers in his uh, dresser and that, you know, we take the trash out and all that, all the like things that are normally second nature to you when you are just living your life. Like, Oh, let me just take trash out real quick. It all becomes so much more complicated uh, with a kid. And I just, not that I didn't realize it, but I didn't, uh, I didn't put enough stock into it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know like part of like what I said was just making that time for me. And for me, it's driving is that time for me. Um, the other, the other part that helps like, (laughs) it's probably not the best is like, I enjoy eating. So anytime I can like have a good meal or, even cooking a good meal. If I can cook something and, and make something good, you know, that makes me feel better. Um, if I've had, you know, a crappy day or I'm a little too stressed out, like that really helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do anything to kind of take time for you? Yeah. Uh, so video games ha- are, are my, are my release right there. They're my stress reliever and they have been th- since I was in high school. So I've, I, you know, this is not a new thing and, it's i it was easy um when when i was by myself or even you know when it was just katie and i katie always went to bed early so i had plenty of time to just play video games and take time myself and hang out and and uh that's my stress relief but uh since ben's been here that's not uh not really an option anymore so i need to kind of reevaluate and find other ways to to find peace um because it's it's been uh i think i think i pl- i went from playing video games probably four nights a week to now i think i play maybe twice a week if i'm lucky um, oh wow and in for much shorter amounts of time like from four hours to uh, if i get an hour of video games twice a week boom that's that's golden so mm-hmm. wow that's yeah, uh it's definitely hard to play video games i mean i i tried when cora was younger and i was just like there's no way that i am not able to do this at all um i think the tough thing for me is that i want to be listening right um mm-hmm. and sometimes it's good to not sometimes it's good to not listen for a little while uh and just trust that yeah. like that that katie will wake up if he's if he wakes up right um so right now it's 8:45. um katie is asleep and ben's asleep and i have complete faith that if ben were to wake up katie would tell me or she you know katie would wake up and then text me and be like hey he's awake um right so so that's kind of nice that i have that i'm able to to do that but at the same time like mm-hmm. i i always kind of want to be around and um the other thing is like if he wakes up i have to be able to leave when that happens this happened the other day um to our buddy you know, kevin and i were playing a game and we were in round like two out of five and i just had to quit right in the middle of it because all of a sudden i just heard him crying over my headphones and i just mm. quit shut down my computer and had a and went and took care of him for like an hour and a half and then went to bed so mm-hmm. which again if there's parents listening to this and they're like well of course you shouldn't play video games you should watch your kids but uh it's it's how it's literally probably my only stress stress relief is playing video games. So 
um which, wow. is, which is not great i should probably find other ones that are more conducive <laughs> to my new lifestyle i watch like a lot said, of sports you know, too um i think sports help, oh yeah uh because i can get i can get invested in and in the game that's being played and i can take myself away from uh have a little bit of escapism mm-hmm. from my current current situation um so that helps too but um outside yeah. of those two i uh I I enjoy that now Cora is a little bit bigger and we do feel comfortable enough taking her out and about that um, we have a lot of friends that, you know, completely accept us and Cora as a as a family unit now. Um, So being able to take her over to friend's house and getting the moments to see other people. uh, I'm a very extroverted person. I'm very social. So being cooped out by myself um for too long just you know drives me wild i i can't sit in a house for too long um so getting out and being able to see people really really helps me um like i said especially those friends that really accept the lopez household you know all three of us at one time (laughs) is very very great but then the moments where i haven't been able to do it much but like you know your impromptu diaper party where i could just get away for several hours and just hang out with the guys for a while and have some beers and just chit chat, you know, and not really think about much. That really helps too. Yeah. Um, so, so doing, doing that, you know, has really kind of deterred any major stress that I think probably could have happened when Cora was born. Do you, do you find that you have any new anxieties um, since Ben's been here or like any, any that are like out of the norm since since Ben's been here? New anxieties. Uh, everything about him obviously is new anxiety. Like I still go and check his breathing in the middle of the night. Um, I am still. I think this will change as time goes on, uh, as he gets a little bit bigger. But like, I don't like leaving him alone anywhere. Even though he can't go anywhere, he mm. can't even roll. Right. So I right. I can put him. Um. You know. Um, in the middle of our queen size bed and he's going to stay in the exact same spot no matter what. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, I, I struggle to, uh, to leave him alone. Uh, So that's always kind of in the back of my mind, worrying about like, Hey, what's, you know, what's he doing? Where's he at? Unless he's asleep. I'm I'm pretty good when he's asleep. Um, But also Katie. uh, So obviously we've talked a lot about uh our birth story and everything that goes with it but i'm Mm -hmm. constantly constantly worrying about katie because of like just witnessing what she had to go through to give birth to the child right uh to give birth to ben and her recovery her uh her pumping and, and and getting you know basically making all of the food for this baby uh Mm -hmm. and and i'm constantly worried about is she okay is is everything going all right with her is she you know healthy is it are we okay you know around here so i would say that's that's been new too in the last you know since ben's been here is worrying so much about katie's health and how she's doing at this very moment all the time um and I swear I'm not I'm not sucking up to my wife. It just is literally I am constantly <laughs> thinking about, you know, how is she feeling in this very moment? Uh, because it's been it has not been an easy month, that is for sure. Yeah. Oh definitely. I uh I do worry about Kayla's mental health and anxiety a lot. She's always had a lot of 
anxious tendencies um, for a long time. So, so making sure that she's okay and and trying to do my best for her um, has also been a challenge. I mean, I always want to make sure that she's happy and and that I'm doing right by her and that you know I'm contributing enough and and trying to do what I can to make sure that I'm not adding too much to her plate you know too much anxieties or stress level onto what she's already dealing with um she's recently like taken to mowing the lawn Hmm. she she likes to get out of the house and just go mow the lawn you know it gets her out it gets her moving it gets her in outside and and um just listening to whatever podcast she's listening to you know it just gives her those moments to really um be be alone because i mean she think you know thankfully she sleeps in with cora and i leave before they wake up she gets cora ready uh gets her fed takes her to daycare comes back home does her work go goes and picks cora up from daycare Mm -hmm. is with her until i get home and then is either cooking or you know waiting to cook and then you know, after after we eat dinner, it's kind of Cora and I will play for a little bit, um, or Kayla will take Cora and try to put her to sleep. So you know, she has a lot of Cora time in those moments when she can just get out and you know mow the lawn is is something great that she does. And you know, she finds it like she can check it off the list. All right, the lawn's mowed this week, but I also got out and was able to to be a little bit active and and things like that. Um, walking is also good for us. We yeah. we enjoy walks, um, just going out on walks at the night, and especially walks in the fall, like right now, are so nice because the weather's you know thankfully like my my perfect temperature to just be outside in a sweater and jeans and just uh, enjoying the nice crisp fall air. Oh, I definitely agree. Uh, Katie and I try and walk every night as well. Um, we you know we'd walk Lou as our dog. So, um, as well. So that's kind of a, a nice little excuse of, Hey, the dog needs a walk. We all need to go for a walk. Uh, and luckily mm-hmm. Ben loves being outside, uh, oh, good. and looking outside and, and just seeing outside. Uh, he, I, sometimes his, ch- so his changing table is underneath his window in his bedroom. And if he's having mm-hmm. a, f- a fit, sometimes I'll just set him down in the changing room and he'll see the tree out the window and he'll be enthralled for like 20 minutes. Um, and oh, not, really? Yeah. Not screaming, just staring at the tree outside his window for like 20 minutes. So that's a nice little, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice little break if he's, if he's, you know, throwing a fit. Um, but it's nice because if he's outside, even in the stroller, he, you know, he's happy most of the time. So we, we try and go for a walk. Uh, every single day we didn't get one today but normally we try and go every day uh for that same reason you know just get outside enjoy the air you know get a little bit of exercise also uh mm-hmm. katie and i try and put our phones away when we're on a walk uh whether that's subconscious oh, or nice. not yeah we we've always uh for for her and i's relationship we've always kind of said okay if we're having like one-on-one time whether it's um you know a date or whatever it is just we always keep put our phones away. Like uh, when we first started dating, even if we were just going to like blaze pizza for half an hour, uh, we'd put our phones away and we just wouldn't be on our phones while we were uh, eating. Right. So um, it's another time of like 
we just put our phones away. It's just the four of us, you know, me, Katie, Ben, and, and Lou, and we're we're all mm-hmm. just the four of us walking for for twenty minutes or so. So that's that's kind of nice. Nice. That's awesome. I think doing this too, you know, doing this podcast and doing something creative where we can just kind of talk about whatever topic we're covering that week and kind of decompress a little bit and and just talk about what's going on in our lives with you know with each other these new dads who have known each other for years but are now in a very similar lifestyle mm-hmm. um is super helpful and, and maybe that's cliche to say but i think that it helps me every week being able just to sit and chat for for an hour um about what we're going through yeah, I agree. I, t- I tell you, probably every week I tell you, you know, even if nobody listens to the podcast, it's an excuse for you and I to sit down and just talk. And I think that's, you know, one of the best things we can do for our mental health and, and also just, you know, just telling the people what we go through on a, on a daily basis. So that's kind of everything oh, wrapped yeah. up in uh, the what we do for our mental health. I, it's it's super important to focus on and super important to, to talk about uh, because it's no matter how hard you think it is before having kids, adding that, that super responsibility of, of taking care of somebody else's life, uh, just adds on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I just take care of yourself, take a few moments throughout the day to really think about, you know, what you can do to make yourself feel better. Um, if it's just sitting and writing, doing some painting, doing some drawing, you know, you don't even have to be good at it. Just put some, you know, pen to the paper or some watercolor to the paper and see what comes out or just write and see what words come out of your mind. Make some lists, go on a walk, um, anything you can just to, to brighten up your day a little bit, I think really will make everybody's life a little bit better. I definitely agree. There's something too, actually, that Joe pointed out. Joe brought up that part of his uh, mental health stuff is, is going out and seeing friends. And funny enough, I'm the I'm the opposite. Uh, what's really good for me is just alone time, uh, which is hard to come by when you have a five week old. <laughs> but um, finding that time to to either go out and talk to friends, you know, make a phone call, reach out to somebody, and just chat, or the exact opposite, where you just take time for yourself and, and take some alone time. Those are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 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 Um, but I think, I think that was great. I think that that was really good to, to chat about. You want to know, uh, you want to do a question real quick before we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so Haven wrote in, uh, gave us some topics and some questions. And uh, one of the questions she asked, was um what is some of the stuff that you've come across that people did not prepare you for uh when you're having a baby um and she actually wrote this example in and i think that it's a really great example that i am gonna steal from her so thank you haven uh baby poop baby poop is gross like that very first poop that they ever have is like black tar and then yeah, that's just, so, that's a great example because that was so surprising. Because uh, I, I changed, I changed the first diaper, and you just take the diaper off, and it's just tar, and you're like, "What yeah. is this?" Yeah. So I didn't actually change the first diaper. The uh, they came in to give to give Cora her first bath, and it was also her first diaper change. So the nurse actually mm. changed her first diaper. Um, 
But yeah, it's gross. And then it, you know, will eventually turn into this mustardy, yellowy, um, seedy poop. That, that's where that, we're at right now. That's our stage. Yeah. And it's it's just like smells like I don't even know, like yeasty almost. Yeah, like it's just almost like sour milk. It's Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's disgusting. And then eventually as you know, you work in more food, it becomes like more real poop and then when they have real food it just smells so bad <laughs> this it's, is going to be the part of the podcast all our non-parent friends are going to be like wow i didn't need to know any of this no you need to know it <laughs> because it's going to hit you like a mac truck one day oh it's so bad uh baby poop is gross and i think um it's absolutely awful sometimes and then like i've never been pooped on or had to deal with poop in the tub but kayla definitely has Ooh. Yeah, yeah i i have been peed on and pooped on so that uh yeah. got knocked both those out in the first week so <laughs> but i've but i have a boy so it's different with boys i right getting peed on is is a rite of passage it's funny so uh my mother-in-law this is her third boy grandchild so katie's sister has two two boys and she did not get peed on until Ben, and she got peed on like the first time she ever changed his diaper. So he, oh, really? he came out swinging. That's funny. Um, is there anything that you've come across that you really nobody had mentioned, or anything you have thought of? You do not get any sort of structure when you have kids. Uh, mm. That. It completely and utterly blew me away because I've always like had a routine in my head, whether I stuck to it or not, but you know, wake up at a certain time, do a certain thing, you know, just kind of always had, had a schedule. And that's, I keep trying to fit Ben into a schedule. Like, okay, it's 1030. We should take a little, we should take a half hour nap or an hour nap. And it just is out the window. Some days he's like one day he slept for, all of the entire day and was only awake maybe three times. And then the next day he was awake all day until eight o'clock. So mm. it's, you know, there's just zero, zero schedule. Um, and ever, it's just always random. So that's mm-hmm. been, that's been the weirdest thing that nobody ever told me about. And actually it, it really sucks because then you can't really plan anything. You can't like, right. I can't come out and say, just like we were talking about lunch just a couple of minutes ago, I can't say like, hey, yeah, we can go to lunch from like noon to one because that's normally when Ben's asleep. So, you know, he should realistically be asleep then because today he didn't even think about falling asleep until three o'clock and then he was only asleep for half an hour and then woke (laughs) up again. So it was, you know, it's just, it's just one of those Mm -hmm. things. There is no schedule and, and that really threw me for a loop. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. And then when you do get those moments, it's like, okay, now you got to pack the diaper bag. So you got to be like, all right, how many change of clothes do I need? How many diapers do I need? Do we have wipes? Uh, do we got the uh, the butt paste? You know, whatever you need. Like mm. the overpacking that comes with that too is like not anything that I ever prepared for. Yeah, it's funny, you know, when I, this might be a boy thing, but you always pack extra. I was always told always pack extra underwear. Cause you never want to be caught without underwear. Right now. Multiply right. that by like a hundred because you never want to be caught without a diaper because <laughs> God forbid we went, uh, we, so this last weekend, um, my grandma's not, not doing super well. So, uh, we wanted to make sure that she met Ben. Um, and we went up and stayed the night in Traverse city on Friday and then, uh, went and visited my grandma on Saturday. Um, and, 
the we packed 15 diapers for 24 hours we oh wow we packed 15 for 24 hours we're like this should be plenty and then we were on our last diaper on the way home and i was like <laughs> oh wow i was like we packed so many diapers but not enough it wasn't enough Ugh. that's rough it's uh never enough always pack more yeah. always pack more than you think you need I know it. I'm just, you know um, what? I'm just, I think I'm just going to keep a box of diapers in the car. That's what I'm going to do. This is always happening. Not a bad car. idea. And yeah. Never not a out. bad idea. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I also want to give a special thanks to everybody for reaching out about the last episode. Um, I posted something on my personal Facebook page and it got a lot of love from everybody out there friends, family, acquaintances. Um, and I really appreciate that. And uh, it was super nice to hear other people's stories and people reaching out about what they have gone through. So thank you all so much. Um, But again, you know, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Big Dad Energy um, and hope that you continue to listen. Yeah. And if you guys haven't yet, please uh, find us on social media. We're uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Big Dad Energy Pod. We're also on Facebook, uh, just Big Dad Energy Podcast. You can find us on there. Um, and if you get a chance, you want to talk to us about any topics, if you want to talk about private prior episodes, you want to reach out, um, just to chit chat, uh, you can find us, uh, at big dead energy pod at gmail.com. So, uh, send us an email there or reach out at any of our social medias. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe, like, uh, follow, give us five stars, all the stuff that you do on, on all your favorite podcasts. It really, really helps us. So, uh, uh, please 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 do that uh, and thanks so much for listening and remember click your tongs twice for you dead